is Gemara and Shkolem Dav Tess, all the learning for this month, the month of Nisan, as in Sansar, by the Grun family, the Nishmas Chaim Mordechai Ben Aftali Tzvi, the Nishama Shavan Aliyah, the Schos of all the learning of all these Dafim, these wonderful, perhaps a bit difficult Dafim, should be a tremendous Schos Aliyah Nishmas. Of course, Achayim Menim Bevein Chaim Mesar Shalom Sivim Rezil Sar Baskinendel, Tibasim Aschay Sayyu Shalom Mimindel, Aliyah Zeparzim Shavlei Shom Vasnami Shavayu Shavuchan of Aldevin Itriyu Shom Tidal Chani Chanuiz on the Milchay Basmin Libracha Tavim Uzed Dinayin Bevel Shem Mindel, Sivchatavia Ben Avigal Fashes Vim Ben Fegad Ram Mechalas Zom Nesli Lehuva. Nachamendel ben Toba, b'soich sharachol Yisrael, and eschoshiv of Chatalia basito menachamendel ben Eli Sheva. We pick it up on the very bottom of Ches Amid Bees. Apologies, here we go. The bottom of Ches Amid Bees. We just finished two fabulous stories about Tamid Chachamim. What makes them shine? What makes them happy? Says the Gemara. Uh, two lines from the bottom. Amar, three lines from the bottom. Amar Rav Chanin says Rav Chanin Luga de Araisa Timnasa Atika. A look biblical log is an eighth of an old Timnasa de Mursirai Tisipairi that you would use to measure the fish fats in Sipairi. This sounds familiar. Then that's a fabulous thing is we had this very recently in the Gemara Sacham when we spoke about the Dalad Kaisis. So says the Gemara, you want to know what the Ravius is? You got to find this. Uh, to measuring spoon cup thingy that's called the Timnas they used to measure the fish fats in Sipairi Amar Raviyena says Raviyena V'chakmana lay and I remember that this utensil this utensil that we're calling the Timnasa the base Raviyana have Machilin Leitvash the Raviyana used to use it to measure honey Tani it learned in the Mishnah Chati Shminius Tavarnis one eighth of the measurement in Tavaria Moving along to today's daft daft test, Hayishana of the old one, Hayishana of old, meaning the Ravius is one eighth of the old measurement that they had in Tiberia. Our measurement now is the same size as it was as an old measurement. So now the obvious question is, if it's the same size now as it was then, why is it an old measurement? Ask the Gemara, so why is it called old? It's the same measurement. Explains the Gemara two different terutim min big min big in I'm sorry, it's part of the question. It's the same measurement as it was originally. Answers the Gemara is the Amri three lines down. That it was smaller and it got larger, and that's the reason why. That I'm sorry that it was. It's the Amriyat, that it was smaller and then it became larger, meaning there was a time that it went down. Now it's back to the original large one. Vista Amri, very similar. Da'azira, that it became, it was reduced, it got smaller. Vilayazira, Kama Da'avas, and it didn't go all the way back. That which it was, basically, the two Terutim are teaching us that there was a point in time that the measurement was different. So that's what we have to know. Now it's back to what it was back then, but there was a few years, maybe hundreds of years, who knows. That the measurement was slightly different. And that is the measurement of the reviews. Of course, we need to know for the Alad Kaisais, like we learned yesterday, of course, we have to know for Kiddush, etc. Kamu Shir Shal Kais. Ask the Gemara, what is the measurement, the size of a cup that holds a Ravius? Two fingers by two fingers with the depth of one finger and a half and a third of a finger, which again, we add this in Gemara Psachim, those difficult um, math Gemaras, figuring out from here we figured out how big a bale was, and we went to the size of the mikvah, etc. But that is how big a kais that holds exactly a Ravius. So that's the Gemara 
Tani, we learned in the Mishnah, Yavish Kizai is different of Yosin. We spoke earlier yesterday. The what's the size of your chayef for carrying out wine? We said it's ravius. We spoke about that it's diluted. It's one quarter. That when you dilute it, it becomes a full ravius. But says Ram Nasan, if it's congealed wine, different your size, you take out this line. But either way, if it's congealed wine, then the, your chayef for carrying an achabis. The size of a kezayis. Rabbanan de Kisri, the Rabbanan from Kezar, Rav Yesi Bar Bibi, B'Shem Shmuel, Asya, the Rav Nasan. Rav Shimon, they explain that Rav Nasan goes the opinion of Rav Shimon, that Kamad, the Rav Shimon, Amar, Bravius, that which Rav Shimon said, that the measurement for wine is a Ravius. Kenam Rav Nasan, Bravius, so to Rav Nasan agrees it's a Ravius. Likish a Yigrash, when it congeals, Eba Kezayis. That's what he means, it's a Kezayis, meaning that he's not disagreeing. He's holding the same shear for carrying on Shabbos, is a Ravius. He's just explaining that when it congeals, it becomes a solid. It's a Kezayis. Those are always really the two measurements everyone always has to know. Liquids always go by a Ravius. And solids always go by a kezayis. Here, the Gemara is proving that the two are really um, synonymous. But in 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 lahalacha, we also have to know that those are the two measurements. So, Simon Bishim Yeshua Ben Levi says, "Maisa bepirdas Rabbi Shamsa." There was a story with the mule of Rav Shamsa, Vitiaru Estama, and they said that the blood of that mule that was dead is not Tomei Misham Nevela. It is not, does not have Tomei Nevela. We know a dead carcass has a Tomei Nevela, Nevela, Sharetz, etc. The question is, what is the blood that comes from that carcass? So there's a story with this mule, and they said that blood, which we don't know the quantity of the blood, which is why we're bringing this in, as we'll see in a moment, but that blood, they said, is tar, does not have tuma nevela. So Vishal, Rav Eliezer, as Rav Simoin, so Rav Eliezer, as Rav Simoin, ad kama, how much blood was there? V'loi ashkach and he didn't listen to him. Rav Simoin did not respond to Rav Eliezer's question of what was the quantity of blood. So we continue. Vishal Rav Shua ben Levi. So Rav Eliezer asked Rav Shua ben Levi, Vamrali ad is tar. Until Rav is a blood, it's tar. Yoiser me Rav is More than a Rav is a blood. Then we already assume that it has the quantity that will be Tomei. Ubalash le Rav and Rav Lazar was upset. Why? Because Rav Simayin did not answer him. Again, Rav Lazar asked Rav Simayin what was the quantity. Rav Simayin did not answer. He asked Rav Yishuv ben Levi. Rav Yishuv ben Levi responded, up to Rav star more than that is Tomei. Similar like we saw before that Rav is the same quantity that we keep needing to know. And Rav Lazar was upset that Rav Simayin did not answer his question. Rav Bibi, now similarly, the Gemara continues, Rav Bibi, Rav Bibi was sitting and he was telling over the story, the story of the mule of Rebbe's house that died, and he said over, the blood, there was blood, and the blood was tar. And again, when Rav Bibi said over the story, he as well did not know how much blood was there. So it's almost a repetitive story now. Amrle Rav Yitzchak, Barbisna, Kahana, he explained that, like we just saw a moment ago, the same din, that it's tar until Ravius, more than that will be Tommy. Ubat Bay. And he kicked him, literally. He wasn't happy with him uh, limiting this 
Kula will call it limiting it to only a revius. Amar le Rav Zrika begin the shalachat bay. What's going on? I asked you a question and you hit me. Well, I, I'm just trying to figure out what was it up to revius or not. And you got all upset at me. What's going on? Amar le he responded no. Begin to lahavi daite be but maybe bay. You know why I hit you? Whether it means hit, whether it means you got upset, whether it means you just showed a little displeasure, whatever it means. But he explained. You know why? Nothing to do with you. The reason reason is, I didn't have my das, I wasn't, uh, my mind wasn't there. Why, why not? Now he explained why his mind wasn't there. Now we're going to darshan up these psukim from the Teichacha. It says that you, your life is going to hang in the balance. Mineged opposite you. And we learn out what does this pasuk mean? That this is referring to someone who buys weed for a whole year. And you're going to be nervous and you're going to be anxious. Frightened by night, that's referring to This is the one that buys the grain from in uh, from the in small quantities. Sidki. The Pasik concludes that you will not be sure of your life. You're not gonna have any, you're not gonna know if you're gonna even live. This refers to someone who buys his bread from a breaker, meaning he doesn't even have enough money to buy for more than one day. Every day, whatever money he has, he goes and buys a piece of bread for that day. So again, when he got upset, when Rav Rav uh, who, who's Rav Simon, when I'm sorry, when when Rav Bibi got upset, he explained, "You got, I got upset because I am in that last category. And I unfortunately only have enough money to buy bread for each day. So I'm a bit anxious. I, I, I you know, My life is not life, as the Pasuk says. His das was not there. My wine was this. So I got upset at you. But it has nothing to do with the din that you said. And it's true that only until the Ravius will be tar, more than Ravius of Dam." will already be considered Tameh. And of course, this goes hand in hand with the din that we saw earlier. The reason being, because more than Ravius will be more than a Kezayis. And that's going to be when there is Tama. And now the Gemara concludes, uh, at, uh, concluding about Kadayin, Lamaisa, what is Alacha? How much blood becomes ta- is Tar and how much becomes Tameh of the Nevela? Hey, Rav Yeshua ben Pateira, Rav Yeshua ben Pateira, gave testimony, Adam Nevela Shutar. Mahu, Tar, Tar, Milahachshir. What does it mean? That is tar. It's it, tar, meaning shutar. I'm sorry, let's pause there for a moment. He said it's tar. Seemingly, what does that mean? It means it's always tar, even more than a ravius. On that, the Gemara says no. Mahutar, tar milahachshir. It means it's only tar from making something susceptible to accept toma. As we always know, there's always two levels. There's one level that's called a liquid. To be called any item, you have a piece of grain, a piece of an apple, it's only mikabel toma becomes susceptible to accepting toma if it becomes wet. So this liquid is tar milahachshir. It doesn't have the, qual- the quality to make something else able to accept toma. However, it itself is tame avol litmois Mitame, but it will yes be mitame. Tamont and Enon, and we learned in a Mishnah, Tamasharitz Kibsarai, that the blood of a sharitz is like its flesh. Mitamei veinai machshir. What does it mean? It's like its flesh, that it's mitame, that it gives off toma. Veinai machshir doesn't make something successful to accept toma. Vein lanu kiyetsebai, and there's nothing similar to it, meaning everything else in the world, the blood, has the same din as the flesh. Over here we see. That the blood is slightly different. Why? Because we see that the blood is 
that it doesn't mitame but it doesn't make the thing susceptible to accept dhamma. So seemingly it doesn't give off dhamma. So what's going on over here? So the Gemara explains Vishir Tamasai Shedamai Mitame Kibisarai. And the shear is like its flesh itself, Shedamai, which means, of course, which means it's going to be only until a Revius. Because more than a Revius, it's going to be considered like a, a Kazayas of Dam. Because a, a Revius congealed is a Kazayas. And they're going to give off. Tama, meaning, just like the flesh, the din is a sharetz, the dead body itself, let's say this mule, it also only gives off Tama if, if the piece of the body is a kzayis. So too we're learning the dam, the blood is the same thing that it's only going to give off if it is a kzayis. And on this, the Gemara concludes, Amar Avyesi, Pligibi, Trein Amarayin, there are two Amarayin that disagreed about this, Chad Amar Amartar, one said it's Sameh, and one said, it's, oh, I'm sorry, one said, it's possible to give off Tama, meaning what is more than Ravis, but that it's always Tahar. Mandamar Tameh, Kirab Yehuda, Mandamar Tar, Kirishua Ben, Pisaira. And that is the conclusion of that machloik. Yes, on Amalei Rav Avduma, the min nechuta veyeus, and you're right with that which you said, Rav Yehuda, my raina, the veinen esiavai, because Rav Yehuda would be the one who was the uh, the Marina, he, he was the paskin the halacha in the house of the nasi, which was Rebbe's house, which was the whole story with the mule, where this whole where this whole story began, and he was the one that said it is tar. And now we are learning that that's only when it's less than a Ravius of blood. But when it's going to be a Ravius, no, I'm sorry. He, the opposite. He held it's going to always be Tar. He held that it's going to always be Tar. And that is the end of this discussion. So basically, let's give a quick recap. We had a mule. A mule died. And the mule had blood. Did that blood give off to that was the discussion that we just had. Said the Gemara, the blood did not give off to him. Now, at the end of the day, we know that it's Rav Yehuda Meraina, not Rav Yehuda Meraina, Rav Yehuda, he was one that passed in that Shaila, that the blood did not give off to him. Why did the blood not give off Tama? There's two options. Either because it wasn't enough of a quantity to give off Tama, it was smaller than a Ravius, or no, even if it's larger than a Ravius, it still did not give off Tama. What would be the Chiddush? The Chiddush would be that we just saw at the beginning of today that once blood is a Ravius, then it has the same status and the same, the same, uh, size as a kezayis. And the halacha is, once you have a kezayis, an olive's worth of the nevila itself, then a yes gives off toma. So therefore, one would have assumed that once the blood is a revius as well, then has the same quantity as the kezayis. And now we're learning that there was a bit of a machlaikis between these two amarayim, whether that is true or not, one held that it's Tameh is going to be like Rav Yehuda, and one that held it's Tar is going to be like Rav Yehuda ben Besaira. Now there's different girsas over here, but again, that is how we see that Rav Yehuda himself held that Rav Yehuda blood does, not, does yes give off Tameh. So again, Rav Yehuda, when he passed, and I'm sorry if I said that wrong before, I know it went back and forth, let's get this clear. Rav Yehuda, when he passed in the story, the reason was it was less than a Rav but once it hit a Rav then it's going to be giving off Tama. Why? Because then it has the same quantity as a Kezayis, and that is the opinion of Rav Yehuda, whereas Rav Yeshua ben Pesayra disagrees and holds it's always are a unique gain of the blood of Anavela. Sem says the Gemara, Back into the Mishnah. Let's go back where we discussed in the Mishnah. This is really going to be 
says the Gemara that what's um, the din of the Mishnah was he had to go into this uh, lishka into this into this uh, uh, treasury in the base of Mikdash you had all these coins a machsa shekel and three intervals of the year they would go in and they would withdraw the coins they would withdraw the coins each time into three boxes alf base gimel three boxes three times a year three saw each box twenty seven saw in total and we said that when the person went in the gizbar went in to withdraw the coins he's not allowed to wear a hemmed garment and he can't wear an amulet he can't wear tefillin he can't wear any of these things why because we don't want someone to suspect him that he's pocketing some of the cash from the base Amigdash. Says the Gemara, Tani Rabbi, Tani Rabbi Yishmael, continuing on items that one is not allowed to wear when he goes into the base Amigdash. Says Rabbi Yishmael, Kavot, Lo Yitraim. Someone with long hair, he also cannot be the one to take the coins. They might think he'll hide in his hair. Tani, Hagizbari, my Mephasas in Bekilkilin. Says the Gemara, furthermore, how careful they were that the Gizbari the treasures, they would separate um, the their woolen garment when they came out they would show there's nothing inside they have these big fat garments that something could stick in they would show there's nothing inside of it Tani furthermore they says when the gizmar would go in the entire time they would be talking with him they would they would talk to him the whole time why would they talk to him the Amale uh, they would talk to him why he said explain the Mavarshim so that he doesn't have a chance to hide a coin in his mouth. So if he was talking, he can't put a coin in his mouth. Asks the Gemara, one second, why don't they just fill up his mouth with water? Let him go in with a cup or with a mouthful of water, then he can't hide the coin in there either. Amar Aftan Khum, you know why? They had to make a bracha when they separated the machsa shekel, similar to the bracha when he separated Shuma. Says the Gemara, Rav Shmuel Bar Nachman B'Shem Rav Yenisan B'Terim Nevi'im Luxuvim. In both and all of Tanakh, all three books, we've seen Shalom Zarek Latzidei Brius. We see this concept that a person has to be careful with that which people think about him. Just like he has to be careful and from the eyes of God. B'Tayir Amin Ayim, as we've seen the Chavis and the Kiyam Hashem Yisrael. You have to be knocky clean from God in Yisrael. B'Nevi'im Amin Ayim Delsev Elokim Hashem VeGaimer VYisrael Uyeda. And the Jews had to know. So we see that not only you have to be careful in front of Hashem, also in front Yisrael. You found honor and, and favor in the eyes of God and man. Which pasuk is the clearest showing us is halacha? It's halacha that have to be so, so careful that which people see say about us. As we see over here, they made sure not to wear any sort of clothing, any sort of long hair, etc., etc. So no one would think they pocketed any of the money. That pasuk is the clearest pasuk. Says the Mishnah, Halacha Gimel, in this third parak of Shkala. The people of the house of Gamliel would come into the treasure when they would give their machsa shekel, they would take their coins and they would put it with their fingers, and they would push it in front of the one that was taking off the coins. And the gizbar, the treasure was taking, would make sure to take these coins. Again, let's get play out the story. We have a gizbar in the base of Migdash. He's about to take out all the coins, fill up his three boxes to use for the different carbonates, etc. The people of Gamliel's house would come, the final ones to give, and they would take their coins and they would push it right in front of the treasure. So when the treasurer is going to take his coins, he would see this coin of Rav Gamliel's house, and he would go and he would make sure to grab it, and that would be one of the coins included inside the carbonates Included inside the boxes. Says the Gemara, Now, just to point out the obvious question, everyone's wondering, what's the difference if he takes your coin? It's a good question. The reason being, because 
It's nothing to do with if it's your coin. Every person in class ought to give a machsa shekel. When they would fill up those boxes, they would then buy communal karbanas. And those karbanas were for everyone, whether your coin was in there or not. And we're going to see in Amun Beis why the people of Rav Gamliel's house wanted their coins specifically to be taken. Says the Gemara, the treasure would not take until they would tell him until they would tell him to take from the coins. I'm sorry, you would ask them, is it time for me to take? And they would tell him, take, 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 three different times. He would take out the first time, he would fill up the three boxes, and then and then he would cover over whatever was remained. Or again, he went to the base of English for the box A, B, and C, Aleph, Beis, and Gimel, and there were some coins left over. Those coins he would cover over with a leather covering. Hashniya, the second time of the year he would go in. We know he went in three different times. Again, he would fill up the three boxes. He's covered over with leather covering. Then the third time, he wouldn't cover it. So why are we covering it? And then we'll know why he didn't cover it on the third time. Maybe he'll come, maybe he'll come to take from that which is already taken. Meaning, he would go in and he would separate three boxes. All the coins are now considered to have been separated, even the ones that are left over, because they were part of this separation, and all the coins include everything. So now, when people come and they give coins later, as we've seen previously, people from faraway cities, etc., would sometimes miss the date and they would give coins. So the new coins that were given will go on top of this leather covering, so that the next time that they take, they would make sure don't take from the ones underneath, because those were already separated, make sure to take from the top ones. The first separation of the same Eretz Yisrael, the ones that were walled cities, and for the cities of, as we turn over to the Testament base, Medinas are the further cities. So this was the process how they took off the Machsa Shekel. Says the Gemara, Shall base Rav Gamliel, that first story, Ilu Hayashnei Says the Gemara, if there were two piles and one, someone took chuma from one pile for the other pile, Shemalai Pasad I'm sorry, Shemalai. I lost my place here. Shemalai Pater Chaveray. Is it true that maybe he didn't potter up his friend and Vinasek Kula Shrayim? Is that possible? Apologies, I'm all over the place over here. Okay, one more time. Is it possible that he didn't pop up the other one? Of course he didn't. Meaning, if I have two piles of chuma and I'm separating from A for B, we know chuma works with machshava. Chuma works the way you want it to work. So if I'm separating A for B, B for A, what's halacha? It's all considered part of the separation. So ask the Gemara, why are the people of Gamil's house? The question we spoke out. Why do they want their coin to be chosen? Who cares? Every coin that was in this box is considered to be part of the karbanas they're going to buy. Says the Gemara. Interesting answer. No, there was a special satisfaction. They actually a carbon They wanted the the carbonus to be from theirs, which of course is a bit it's a bit different, difficult. Because what's the difference if your coin is actually there or not? Because at the end of the day, it's part of the carbon. Okay, but there was a special satisfaction, and we understand this in a very uh, physical level. But what it means over there is special satisfaction that their monies were used. Says the Gemara Tana learned in a brayse shamat as a If the leather covers were 
accidentally removed. And then what happens? And then the next time people came to give, all the coins are mixed together. So now we don't know what to do because then by the second separation, we don't know which coins are new and which coins are old. Says the Gemara, Nasekulah Sharayim, they're all considered old and therefore we cannot use them for the Karbanites. And rather we're going to use them for other communal uh, matters like the old coins were. Tani, we learned in our Mishnah, Shlishis, he, Shlishis, the third time was the richest of all of them. What's the reason? We understand this because we learned the previous Tafim. Because the third time they separated, what coins were there? These were the coins of the people who had to travel very far. People who had to travel very far. Did they bring Max the shekels? No. They brought golden coins. They brought bigger coins. Why did they bring bigger coins? Like we learned in the previous Tafim, because it was difficult to schlep all the coins. So the third time they took the separations, they filled up the same size boxes, but they were obviously more, the same amount of coins, but each coin was worth more. So that was the richest separation. Just to give a simple example, if you were to fill up a box of quarters and fill up the same box with uh, dollar bills, of course the box dollar bills would be worth more. That's what's going on. Tani, we learned in the Mishnah, Tarim is a Rishayna, Shem Eretz Yisrael, Shem Kali Yisrael, Shniya the second time, the Shem Krachim HaKafan, the Shem Kali Yisrael, Vashlish, the Shem Bavel, Matai, Shem Medina, Zarachayk, the Shem Kali Yisrael. Tana, we learned in the Mishnah, not the Minna Rishayna, they would take the first time, Avobi Shish Rishayna, even though there's still some left, not the Minna Shniya, they would put it to the second box, not the Minna Shniya, Avobi Shish Bishniya, even though there's still room, not the Minna Shlishis, then they would put into the Third box. Shalma Shlishis. When the third box was finished, Chayzel Shniya, they went back to number two. Shalma Shniya, Chayzel Rishayna, they went back to number one. Shalma Shlashdan. Then Chayzer Vishaykel. If they finished all three, then he would go and take from the new shkalim that are not yet uh, leftovers. Rameir Aimer, Chayzer Lishirayim. They would go and everything left over would be considered Shirayim. Why? Rameir Aimer, Rameir would say, Mayalim Bishirayim. There is a din of Mi'ilo with the Shirayim. Shami Yitzarek Maybe they'll need them in the end. And therefore, Rameir held you even a lot of collect from the Shirayim. Let's explain what's going on over here. Again, the Gizber goes into the base of Megdash. He's filling up box A. Uh, Aleph, box base, box Gimel. What's the problem? Problem is, let's say at the third time you would separate, how many coins are left? We don't know. So we'd fill up the first box of three saw. The second box, the third box, maybe he's not going to get to the third box. And we want to make sure all three boxes have some coins. So we'd fill up the first one partially, then go to number two. Partially, number three. Fill up number three all the way, then go back to number two, fill it up all the way. Number one, fill it up all the way. Now, what do we do? If we still need more, then that's the machlek in Tanakam and Rameir, whether we're going to take from the old coins or not. Rameir says we're, yes, allowed to take from the old coins, because Rameir held that the old coins still have a din of mi'ila, meaning they still have a kedusha onto them. Would you say, now exactly how this has to do with the previous Gemara is a bit difficult. But uh, p- probably it goes back to what we started off today learning. It goes back to the point of being vies and the kiyam. Yes, it goes back that you don't even not have the appearance of any sin. So now we're going in and learning a bit musar about Averis, of famous Bryce, ben Yair. Of course, we all know from the Mesil Zishardim, Zrizas. Diligence, maybe it's the Nikias, brings one to cleanliness, Nikias, maybe it's the Tahira, Tahira Mavili, the Kedusha, the Holiness, Kedusha, maybe it's the Anava, Anava, lowliness, humility, that's the right word, Anava Mavili, the Yeras Chait, fear of sin, Yeras Chaim, the Chasidos, piety, Chasidos, maybe the Ruach HaKodesh, Ruach HaKodesh, maybe the Tchias Amesim, Tchias Amesim, maybe the Elios, Achor Latayv, a very famous Brisa, but we see the totem pole and the stepping stones and this ladder that one goes up in order to reach all the way up. 
up until Elio Anavi. Says that now it comes there, Rabbichos Ben Yar, and he brings Mekairis for each one. How do we know that they'll save? But call him a Chaber. The Pasik says, and he finished atoning. The Kayin got an atonement for all of them. So we see that then comes the We see first it's Tahira, then Kedusha. Kedusha God, uh, I'm sorry, it's all part of the Pasik. Okay, one more time. Hashem, Roman, Isa, Sheikh, and Arab, because Shemai. Marum, the Kaddish, Ash, Eshkoin, Ves, Daka, Eshkoin, Ves, Daka, Ushfal, Ruach. So we see at the end of the Pasik is Shval Ruach. So we see Anava is after the Kedusha. Finally comes Anava made the years a chait. Then Anava humility brings one to fear of sin. Anava years Hashem. The heel literally the result of Anava is fear of Hashem. So we see years is after Anava years chait. Mevila de Chasidos. Tersev Chesed Hashem Eilam Ad Eilam Al Yerav. Then comes Ruach HaKadosh. The as the pasuk says, as Dibrois bechazayin. The pasuk says, as Dibarta bechazayin Chasidacha. Then Hashem spoke in a vision. Then came the Chasidacha. So we say Chasidacha is the higher level after Ruach Hakodesh. I'm sorry, after. Um, I'm sorry. Then we see that Chasidus. Then comes Ruach Hakodesh because as it's after Ruach Hakodesh. They they tchias hameisim. The Chasid. When it's after Ruach Bochem, the Chayas. We conclude the barrack of Tana Bishem Rameir. We learned in a bright name Rameir. Call me. Anyone who lives as a resident in Eretz Yisrael and he speaks. And he eats his fruits in uh, in Tahira, in purity. And he morning, in the evening. He'll know that he's going to come to Eilam Haba. Of course, how exactly does this work? It sounds like you don't need anything else. A bit difficult. One, one Milo, wonderful of Shikalim, as we see short Prakim. We should do a Chazar of the Perik about the Shlesha Prakim about the three times. That they took onto the three boxes and they covered each one with leather in each interval. In each interval, they would fill up one and then two and then three, then fill three, then two, then one. And we'll start the new paragraph, Mirza Shem, tomorrow.